0: We're back on the scene, baby. That's right. Monkey D. Trevante's in the house. Yo, what's happening, fam? It's been a minute, huh? It's been a little while. I'm letting you know right away. This will be a pretty swift episode. This will be a pretty quick um, episode because we have UFC Fight Night. And that'll be on Saturday this Saturday at uh, 5 o'clock p.m. This will happen, I want to say, on UFC's Fight Island, Yaz Island, and Dubai. One of them UAE joints, you know what I'm saying? But real quick, I just want to do a a recap of the fights that I actually gave a shit about last UFC fight night. This was at the Flash Forum. It was on ESPN+. Plus. You can watch it there. If you haven't already seen it, we're going to go with. uh, There were some random ass fights on this card. You know, as a matter of fact, I want to say that so far during this quarantine, it's been some of the best fights, best fight cards, I should say, as a whole, that I've seen in a minute. Like, everybody's murdering everybody. I'm telling you. There's no surprises. And I don't even want the UFC to really go back. I'm not even too keen on them going back to crowds. I don't need the, I don't need the fucking crowds. Middle of America stuffed into fucking seats, drowning out the impacts of the shots, the kicks to the neck, the knees to the chin, the fist to the orbital. I want to hear this. I mean, it's certainly been way more visceral. With them fighting, um, just, it's kind of incredible because one, you can hear the fighters talking cash shit to each other in real time and then you can hear the corners chatting shit and then you can hear Michael Bisping over everybody else because that's just Michael Bisping. <laughs> and sometimes you hear the fighters making comments based on what the fuck he's talking about or saying or DC, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, we were, um, let's see, uh, we were at the women's flyweight. weight Ariane, Ariane Lipsky out of Brazil fighting Luana Carolina was like a bohemian chick with dreads, got her whole leg snapped off, bent backwards, knee bar submission round one. It was a lot of submissions in this fight card or, you know, in the ones that like as of late, I should say. So, yeah, Ariane got Luana the fuck up out of there. And we move on to this one. All right. You have Mark Jcacey, who's known for his heavy hands, a lot of boxing. This fight went to a decision, but it was pretty much in hand by Rafael Feziev. If you ever seen this Muay Thai practitioner fight, check this dude out. Like 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 he's basically the dude, you've probably seen him in an Instagram clip or something of him uh fighting a Muay Thai fight and doing a ninety degree back bend to keep him getting kicked in the face. And he does this routinely with regularity. But I'm telling you, as far as the lightweights are concerned, his new injury, it's going to cause a lot of trouble. It's going to cause a lot of damn trouble. I'm going to tell you that right now. He's a monstrosity. A monstrosity. Because Marchie Casey's not a chump. But he got his ass beat for three rounds. He really did. But he did have a pretty good account of uh, account of himself um, throughout the fight. Like he survived; he didn't die in there. But man, it was going one way, one way only. It was one way traffic. Uh, The next fight was with Jack Hermanson. I think he's a a Norwegian dude out of Norway or something like that. Then you had Kelvin Gastelum, who. Had a strong start. He just has run into a rough patch as of late. I'm not sure if he's won a fight since he fought Michael Bisping and knocked him into uh another dimension. I don't think he has. He's sixteen and six at the moment with one no contest. He I was really looking forward to Kelvin's return because he's a really, really talented fighter. Wrestler base, but dope hands, big ass heavy hands, man. Heavy hands, um, he like he could just knock you out with one, you know. And he had a hell of a fight. I mean, he lost, but he had a hell of a damn fight with uh, Izzy Adesanya, Style Bender, as you might know him. Incredible fight. But then we have him fighting Jack Hermanson. Jack's no chump, twenty-one and five now. But I was like, all right, I think you know this could be Kelvin's opportunity to uh, you know to get back on track. But I just think he's undersized. Hermanson had all kind of reach and length on him. And uh, that might have been what got him. But he didn't get knocked out. He got tapped. He was uh, just, he got stuck in a scramble and couldn't get his leg out. And he got that uh, thing there twisted. And uh, that was that. Tappy, tappy, tappy. So we move on to the main event. Flyweights. This was the rematch. This was Davis and Figueiredo out of Brazil and Joseph Benavides, who has been a long-time uh, you know, a long time fan favorite. And Journeyman, record 28-7. He's a legend of the sport. I think he fought against DJ a multitude of times. That's uh, Mighty Mouse, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. And uh, incredible wrestler and scrambler, black belt jiu-jitsu practitioner. But uh man, I'm telling you, um that was probably his last opportunity to fight for a belt. There's too many dudes in line, and what was shown in this rematch was one that was unwarranted. But I understood why they ran it back because no one knew for sure how real. Figueredo was until Figueredo did exactly what he did last fight, this fight, but way faster and way more violently. Every single shot, and it's rare for a flyweight to have this kind of power, to where he could just lay a dude down with every shot, but every shot just about that he was hitting Joseph with was putting it, was just putting him on his pockets. There was nothing Benavides could do. And not only did that, it wasn't even... uh. It wasn't even shots that did it. I mean, ultimately it did. I mean, that's what got him on the ground. But he got submitted. He just got strangled. That boy went to sleep. So now I think, you know, I don't think that there's anything that Joseph could possibly say. I think that he now understands from one warrior to another that, okay, I'm at a certain level and figure it out at another one. And with that being said, I don't think that I can say another thing about a title shot especially at this uh, advanced stage in my career because I was beaten handily, you know? Game recognized game. I don't think he has any doubts in his mind that what happened the first time wasn't the fluke he thought it was because the first time he he had gotten head butted, but if you, if you watch the fight back, if, like if you watch that moment back, he likes to uh, lunge when he punches and have his head down swinging for the fences and so he leads head first. Figueredo was right. He was like, Boy, he had butted me. It just affected him more than it did me. You know, so he had butted Figueredo the first fight. Then he had a nice cut on his face on his head instantly. Blood was running to his eyes. Right after that, Figueredo hit him with a shot and that laid him down. And then he got beat like a drum. Then that was the call uh, that was the end of that fight I should say. So, Benavidez kind of fashioned together some narrative for himself to sell this next fight, ultimately, which I get. I understand. He had to line up something else. So, he just lined up another title shot. So, um, well, I mean, it was his anyway. Um, The belt was still up for grabs because uh, Figueredo, he didn't have a – he missed weight. So, the only person who could have won the belt – the flyweight belt, that fight, and uh, fight number one would have been Benavidez, but he didn't win. So that belt was still up up for grabs. So naturally, you know, they just ran it back. And uh, let's see what else here. So yeah, he got submitted in round one, 12 seconds before the bell, and then that was that. So that brings us to today. Baby boys and baby girls. So today, we have another UFC fight night at Fight Island. I think it's a Fight Island. Yeah. UFC Fight Night 174. Yep. All right. So, notice at the Flash Forum. I don't know where that is. Anyway, this is between the middleweights. That's the main event. That's right. Let's go with the smaller dudes first. I don't know those dudes right all right, women's draw weights between uh, Carla Sparza and Marina Rodriguez. Let's see. Marina's undefeated, and then we have Carla Sparza, 17 and 6. Ought to be 17 and 7 because she. No, ought to be 16 and 7 because she damn sure didn't beat Angela Hill. That sister put the pause on Carla. And Carla just kept trying and trying to take her down because she's a wrestler she has a wrestler base she was trying to take angie down angie was piecing her up the whole damn fight um it was outrageous i mean the judging i mean the fighters just can't afford to let any of this go to a decision ultimately just can't let it go to a decision because rarely rarely as a late hasn't gone their way and that was another case in point you just got to finish fights the same way Jorge Masvidal was like, you know what, man, I've am got to knock motherfuckers out. Put them to sleep. Lay them to rest. Because in no way, shape, or form can that be taken away from me. If he's not awake, can't be taken away from me. You know what I'm saying? Give me that W. But when it comes to a decision, boy, I'm telling you. I mean, think about the Max Holloway. Volkanovski, too. I was mad as hell. There's no way that Max didn't win that fight. Took that shit. Got his belt all the way back. But went to a decision. And it didn't go his way. And in the eyes of, uh, or in the vein of the great Max Holloway. Max blessed. It is what it was. So with That being said, Angie Overkill Hill definitely beat the shit out of Carla Esparza. But just didn't go away. Um, but I'm not even sure. I'm going to go with uh, Carla because I, I have no idea what the hell Rodriguez has got as far as the hands of the feet. But, she, uh, yeah, I mean, she's undefeated. And next we have, uh, so I'm more familiar with these dudes, Fabrizio Verdun. I'm excited about this fight. Verdun versus who is a legend versus Alexander Gustafson, another titan of industry. Going on, Gustafson. It's been a while since uh, Gustafson's fought, but man, just airstrike superiority, man. Not to mention his hands and feet are that dope. He's got a kickboxing style. His boxing's dope. But he's not afraid of getting taken down. He uh, he beat the shit out of uh, John Jones the first fight. John Jones beat the shit out of him the second fight, but that's his nemesis, I'd say. it's The best kind of matchup for him, and Gustafson, uh, you know, the second fight, I mean, he took a break. He retired. But you know how fighters do. They get the itch and they're right back in the game. He just had to take some time off, get his mind right, get his hand right, get his passion back, get reinvigorated before he uh, re-entered the Octagon. So he does so today against uh, Fabricio who who's coming off of a W himself. I think that Gustafson takes this one. He gets back into the winning, the winning column. Back into his winning ways. And then, uh, let's see, light heavyweight. We have, uh, oh, let's uh, circle back to why. Gustafson's going to go crazy on the feet because he's not afraid of being taken down. Now, I will say, Fabricio Verdun is a legendary next-level elite ground guy. But Alexander Gustafson is very good on the ground himself. So he's going to be... So he'll have a hard time taking him down and keeping him down. I say that because John Jones has an elite ground game. He's an all-world wrestler, always was. And he could not keep Gustafson on the ground. That's why he got beat the hell up. He was trying to take him down, because he couldn't do nothing with him on the feet. Because Alexander Gustafson, I think, has better hands and feet. So... If John can't do it, the GOAT damn sure don't think the Fabricio can. (laughs) So that's why I kind of went. I'm kind of uh, erring on the side of Alexander Gustafson for that pick. And then we got uh, Lil' Nog Nogura versus uh, Shogun. I think it's Shogun's time to get back into that winning column. That fight's for the light heavyweight uh, co-main event. And then that leads us to that leads us to um Robert Whittaker versus Darren Till. And I don't have to say I'm gonna go with him. Man, I, shoot, I don't know, man. That's fifty fifty. Because you have so these two dudes are coming off of losses. You have uh Darren Till who I believe hasn't fought since he got put to bed by Jorge Masvidal. He had him with a switch cross. <laughs> it was so vicious, man. He woke up in water seven. It was crazy. He was, uh, he, yeah, he got socked to Pluto by him. So, I think that he's a, yeah he's coming off of a loss, and then Whitaker's coming off of a loss, I'm gonna say I have Darren Till for this one. I'm gonna go. You know what though? Hmm. Hmm. It's fifty-fifty, man. It's a toss-up. It's tough. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Could it be? It's going to be a hell of a fight. I'll tell you that. Damn sure it's going to be a hell of a fight. Hmm. I'm going to go. You know what, man? If Whitaker goes at Darren Till, the same kind of game plan that Darren Till's power, though. See, Darren Till would like to mix it up and fight in the pocket, but Whitaker, man, he's got a chin too. Shit, I don't know if Whitaker, see, something happens to him when you get knocked out. Like, your chin isn't quite the same usually. And he's fresh off of a knockout. And Darren Till's had time to recover and recuperate and get the chin back. Yeah, I might go with Darren Till on this one. I'm sorry, Robert. He's such a good dude. Seems He seems like such a nice guy. Yeah, I think that Darren Till might do this. Because Whitaker's going to be super aggressive because he's trying to bring this W home. And Darren Till's had enough time after a loss to stabilize his emotions and be able to try to divorce his emotion from his fighting. Whitaker's trying to get back to his championship caliber status. Darren Till's never had a championship. He's never won a belt. So he still has that hunger I'm not sure about when you lose the belt and you want it back versus you ain't never had the belt before. I think that's that's another kind of energy there. So I'm going to go with Darren Till there. Yup. I'm going to go with Darren Till. But I'm here y'all. I mean, that's basically it, just doing a little solo fight companion, because I had about, let's see, no one's available today, just put it that way, everybody's enjoying the shit out of the Saturdays, and I understand, and I'm sure that you are too, I just figured I'd do a little creative something, something. you know what I'm saying, so yeah, I got some other mics uh, showing up this week too. I'm excited about that. I'm just at the crib healing my body up because, uh, yeah, last week uh, some fuck all ran into me, ran into the back of my car on the highway, doing about hundred, about a five-mile-an-hour. It was crazy. Then I uh, smashed headfirst into the center median on the highway. So I got some healing to do, a couple of odds and ends are broken finger and shit like that get my back together but uh you know I have the uh Wolverine healing factor healing factors I should say so we'll we'll be back in no time I'll be back like I never left (laughs) you know what I'm saying so we're just doing that and uh, being unemployed and shit like everybody else in America you know what I'm saying so I figured I'd employ myself how about that Pay my damn self. With your support, of course. So we're back, baby. The new name of the podcast, by the way, is I mean. I figured I mean, I mean is just the mood. That's pretty much my mood anyway. I mean <laughs> I mean. You know what I'm saying? So uh <laughs> I know. This is also filmed before a uh live ostrich. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun we're going to have a lot of fun a lot of exciting guests family, friends the people I want to have on my podcast you know not just a highfalutin guest just to have a highfalutin guest I want real ass motherfucking people you know what I'm saying people I vibe with real vibes, real conversations it's going to be fun it's going to be dope it's going to be fantastic you know what I'm saying Gonna be talking about all kinds of random shit. As we do, I mean you're familiar with that by now. So I will leave you with that. And then we'll uh will chat soon. And again, you can subscribe. Subscribe to um, my YouTube channel. Look up Travanti one Travanti Quinn Waller. And then you can find me on Instagram, Monkey D Travanti. Monkey D Travanti. Cool? Cool. And turn on the notifications, bitch. That way you know whenever a podcast drops. I'll be doing them often. Okay? Don't know when they out there Really plotting on your next move Everybody want the spot Just like in Crush Grove Fat boys sit beneath the evening no on soul food All the homies yelling west side Like it's